This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good evening, beautiful listeners. You are tuned into 180 Degrees and I'm Michaela Preston. It's another one of those Monday fun days and I am so blessed to be with you guys this evening. I'm excited. I'm excited for the awesome lineup. If you would like to check us out, you can check us out on Facebook at I Am Youth Movement or Instagram if you are that vibe at I Am Youth Radio or just you could chat to us on WhatsApp at 081-729-1657. That's again, 081-729-1657. And if you have those bundle of SMSs that you would love to spend... Our SMS line is 37988. That is 37988. Like I said, we have an awesome lineup and I am so excited to be with you. We have what I did this weekend. Now, guys, you better tune in for that because I feel like there's certain places you guys would love to know about. And then a random tip. I just enjoy the random tip because it's like funny, quirky funny, but very useful at the end of the day. Then... For the interview section of this show, I felt like I wanted to do testify and let you guys know a little bit more about me. And then we have the did you know part of the show as well as the Bible quiz, which is currently on our WhatsApp status at 0817291657. You can check out there and answer as well. We would love to hear your answers. Or on our Instagram poll, you could easily just press one of the suggestions that they that they give on the status, and that is at I am Youth Radio. But before we get into this awesome, awesome fun day Monday with yours truly, Michaela Preston, let's listen to All to You by Chris Kuala. Enjoy, guys. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. So what's down in Cape Town? I got to tell you guys what my weekend entailed. So this weekend, I was invited to my friend's bridal shower as well as wedding. And, you know, when you're at that age and everybody's getting married, guys, I know you, the guys out there, you guys know at age immediately when you're out of high school and you did college and everybody's starting to get married and you look at your friend group and Everyone is either engaged, married or pregnant. I'm a part of that group right now. So it was one of my high school friends' um, wedding. And um, I obviously had to get an awesome dress because her wedding entailed that the dress code was Fifty Shades of Nude. And we all out there wanting to look good and fancy. So I had to get over to Kay's former wear boutique. But before I did that, a friend of mine suggested that I should try uh, CMS Transport. And I definitely did. It was so awesome. They picked me up at my home and dropped me at my location. And I was safe and I felt secure. I felt well taken care of. And if you feel like there's some destinations you would like to go and you just don't feel like driving and, you know, you want to be taken care of, CMS Transport is definitely that. They offer comfort, they offer security, and 
safety. And for me, that was the most part that I enjoyed about uh, CMS Transport. So if you want to get in contact with CMS Transport, you can contact them at 81 414 That's 081-414-0026. And then they have their Facebook at CMS Transport, which you can also just uh, Facebook message them, or like I said, with the number, you can call them or WhatsApp them. That is again, 081-414-0026. You can also Instagram them at CMS Transport. And like I said, it was for me, it worked perfectly. They picked me up at home, they dropped me at my location, and that's when I got to Kay's formal Wee Boutique. And the dresses I saw there, guys, guys, you know those kind of dresses that you would see on Instagram and you're like, yo, where could I get them? Kay's formal Boutique definitely has it. They have high-quality, trendy bridal and formal dresses at affordable prices. Uh, they are situated in Paro, and their dress hiring goes from 800 to 2000 depending on which style or dress uh, you choose. Uh, they also have a sale rail with new and pre-loved dresses selling at about 600 rand. So, I mean, I had various of options. I enjoyed myself. And if you want to get in contact with them because you have a wedding coming up or a matric pool you want to go, or even a 21st, uh, these are for the people that are having their 21st as well as the people that are going to the, uh, to the 21st. Kay's Formal Wear Boutique has it all. Uh, you can get in contact with them at 0731957132. That is 0731957132. You can WhatsApp them or call them. Uh, they also have a uh, Facebook page as well as an Instagram page and they both go under the name of K's Formal Wee Boutique. Um, and then if you would like to email them to make an appointment or a booking, that's Delia Preston at 76... Sorry, let me say that again. Delia Preston, 76 at Outlook.com. Delia Preston, D-E-L-I-A P-R-E-S-T-O-N 76 at Outlook.com Guys, they have wedding dresses. They have 50 shades of nude running up and down. They have, you know, those ball gowns and just those glamour dresses that you know you will walk in the room and everybody would start seating. And, I mean, I looked gorgeous. If you want to check it out, you can check out my Instagram page and that's Mickey Press. Uh, and you would see the dress that I actually got at Case Formal Weber Tech. Let me tell you guys, people were complimenting me throughout the wedding. And I was so happy that I chose to go with Case Formal Weber Tech. And after the whole take of the wedding, I hit up CMS Transport. They picked me up and took me safely home. So guys, if you would love to get in touch with them, I did put it down there. I will also put it on our Facebook page so that you guys could find their contact details. Or I'll even link them to this uh, segment so that you guys could get in contact with them. Support Christian businesses. I think it's always the good time to do so. And yeah, that is what I did this weekend. So before we go to the next segment, I must tell you once again, I am Kayla Preston and I'm enjoying just being with you guys next up we have a random tip health tips 
to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. So there you go, guys. Chocolate are the true source of happiness. Now, this is more of a, well, I would say a health tip in its own way. But I love these tips because they are so quirky and corny. And honestly, it lets me laugh. It allows me to laugh. So I hope that you are giggling too. So the first one is, don't give up on your dreams. Keep on sleeping. And we all know that a good amount of rest makes you look gorgeous. So <laughs> that's one for the books. Uh, another one is be a caterpillar. Eat a lot. Sleep a lot. Wake up beautiful. Now, if that is not a health tip, then I don't know what is. Another one is don't, go, don't, let, don't let go of your wife's hand at the mall because she will start shopping. It might look romantic, but it's actually economical. I get that one for all the men out there. That's a health tip for you. <laughs> and then last but not least, if you ever get caught sleeping on the job, slowly raise the head and say, in Jesus' name, amen. I'll definitely try that one if I sleep on the job. But that is the health tips for this evening. So I hope you guys enjoyed that health tip. And let's go on to the next. So we listened to B1. That was a blessed one. <laughs> it rhymes though. <laughs> anyway, guys, we are at the interview part of the show. And I am Michaela Preston. You are tuning to 180 Degrees this evening. This evening, I just decided that I would allow you guys to get to know me a bit better. And please, please, once again, I will say this continuously feel free to chat to us to chat to me tonight at 081-729-1657 i would love to hear your opinion i would love to hear what you guys got to say or if there's anything that you guys want clarity on or just just even whatever you guys feel that is again a whatsapp line at 081 Seven two nine one six five seven. So um, I feel like I definitely have a testimony, and um, my life story is that so far my journey in life is so far has as its own testimony, and um, I basically grew up a Christian girl. My grandmother went to church and took me with her. And um, my parents, my mom had me at a very young age, at the age of 19. And um, my dad was not as present in my life. Um, yeah, he always just tend to come and go. And um, I grew up basically with my grandma looking, at, uh, looking after me, which I know a lot of you guys, there's a lot of people where the grandma <laughs> is basically the mother at times my mother was there but my grandma was the one that i latched on to because when my mother my mother was still young you know she still wanted to enjoy life so um i was very close to my grandma and um my grandmother was the one that took me to church and that's basically what made me like a little church girl already then 
And um, growing up was difficult at a stage. My mother obviously was living her own life. And uh, things basically came while well, my mom got an epiphany when my grandmother passed on, bless her soul. Uh, my mother knew that she couldn't live a reckless life anymore and she started serving God. And at the time, the guy that she was with, who is now my father through and through, he met me at the age of two and I will never call him anything else because he's always been, he's been there and he's been amazing, um, an amazing father to me. Um, I couldn't have asked for better, honestly. And I thank God for that. He showed me the ropes and um yeah they both decided that they are going to serve god together and then my brothers came on the way and us as a family we served god together and it was it was difficult because my you know new christians when they get saved they're like uh heaven or hell you know burn or turn and my parents were that they were radical for god and they still are <laughs> i shouldn't say were they are radical for god but they were just extra back then. And um, so we tend to go to different churches, building up churches and um, then getting hurt by a lot of churches as well. And I felt like I went through the cycle with my parents. When they got hurt in some type of way, I got hurt too. And I had to go to go with them to different churches. So it was, it was tough because once you get, like once you connect with the church and you in the worship team or you in the dance team and to leave a church it's it's painful and as a young child you don't really understand but you also you can see the pain sometimes churches cause I, I should I shouldn't say churches I should say people in the church sometimes cause and people tend to leave you know but we always try to stay out and waited until God said we had to leave and then we left. Sometimes we overstayed our welcome and we felt it, definitely felt it. And um, yeah, I, I came to this point that when I started going to high school, that throughout my, my time in primary school, I always believed that I had to save a soul. That was my heart's desire. I needed to save a soul. So my friends, they knew uh, I would always be the one to give them this word of encouragement or ask them, you know, do you want to give your heart to Jesus? As young as I was, my goal was to save as many souls in primary school as I could. And um, I did that. And I always would just, you know, I would end up with no friends because people didn't want to really talk to me at that point. And I would speak to God about it. All I just knew was that I felt like I wasn't alone when I did those things. And I didn't want God to not know me when I get to heaven. That was my, the biggest thing in my mind. That God must know me when I get to heaven. He mustn't say he does not know me. And anyway, going in high school, same. I carried a Bible with me every day. I read the word. I had, I had a few friends, um, Muslim friends as well. And I never went away from you know, honoring God and serving God and speaking to my Muslim friends about Jesus. I felt like they had to know. They can never say that they were my friends and they didn't know God. Um, that was at least, if I wasn't going to save them, 
they cannot leave me not knowing I've spoken about Jesus. And I was known as the church girl, pastor's daughter, uh, Jesus freak, you know. And um, eventually I came to the point where I didn't have friends anymore. And I would eat lunch alone and I would sit with my Bible and it, it hurt. It, it did hurt because there's obviously certain things you would want to tell your friends, but you had no one to talk to. And at home, it was, my parents were like heavy. So I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. I wasn't allowed to wear heels. I wasn't allowed to go to school events, uh, like uh, dances, school dances. I wouldn't say events, but school dances, because my parents didn't allow us to listen to secular music, any music that wasn't Jesus orientated, we were not allowed to listen to. We couldn't have chat apps. It was not allowed. It was forbidden, basically. And so, yeah, growing up, I always felt like I missed out and I wasn't living life to its fullest. And I know a lot of you guys feel the same way out there. But yeah, that's how I kind of grew up. And in my matric year, my parents became a bit more, they tried to released the ropes a bit more and um, allowed me to go to my final uh, school dance and those things. Because I mean, it's my final year, so they wanted me to at least enjoy. And it felt good. I'm not going to lie. It felt good to, to be around other people and listen to secular music and just be a part of something. You always just feel like, like I said, you feel like you're missing out. So when you did listen to those, or when I did listen to those music at the time, um, I felt like I was a part of something. Um, yeah, but it was it was also just temporary, very temporary for a short period of time. And then I would feel guilty. So I would run back to God and start praying and just, yeah. That's basically how my high school life was. And then in matric, I was blessed with the opportunity to go to the U.S., and get my matric ball dress. And I can tell you truly by honoring God and being that person that, uh, you know, told the whole world about Jesus, even though I ended up alone, God always made provision that he spoiled me. He just showcased me always. And um, I went to the US, I went to Jersey City, New York and Washington. And I got my bull gown <laughs> for my uh, matric bull dance. And when I showed my mom this dress, my mother was like, Michaela, why do you bring this big dress? Why didn't you take something slimming? You have a nice figure. And I told God, I told my mom that, you know, I just want to be a princess. I, I am a princess and I want to be a princess. And I feel like on my wedding day, I can be all like, tight and everything but my matric ball I want to be a princess I want to be my daddy's princess because there's a few times in life that you get to be that princess and um, yeah so my parents went all out and this is once again the blessing of God they went all out I had a horse and carriage so I was literally Cinderella they got me a horse and carriage um, and it was just it was beyond believable for me i had everything because i went to a few matric balls uh in my matric year and i just wanted mine to be different i wanted to go all out and i was like mom if i'm not getting a helicopter uh 
that's going to drop me at my matricule dance, then I don't know what you're going to do, but it must be spectacular. And my parents literally ordered me a horse and carriage and I literally looked like Cinderella in this big pumpkin glow up uh, carriage. It was, it was beautiful, honestly. And from that, God kind of created K's and it became a business. And yeah, that was, that was awesome. That was an awesome journey. And there was another time, you know, through honoring God, that it was our talent show at my high school. And my mom says she will never forget how everybody was going on. The people that were there were going on raucous. They were listening to secular music and people were shouting and it felt like such a club set up. And my mother actually felt sorry for me because she knew I was going to go on stage and sing this gospel song. And she was like, Michaela, she, she just didn't know how I was going to do it, how I was actually going to sing this gospel song in front of these people. They were going to, like, in her mind, they would probably laugh at me, throw, throw me with things or just tell me to get off the stage because that's how bad the environment was at the point. And I promise you, with all my nerves, I got up on that stage and I still proclaimed Jesus. And um, going on that stage, I didn't know where the voice came from. And I just sang for Jesus and everybody just stood silent and watched in awe. And um, I felt like I couldn't have done it without God. The presence of God was there in this raucous place. And that's when I knew God gave me the gift to change atmospheres. But with that gift, it's it's a very tricky gift to have because you can be changed by atmospheres too if you don't know the your capability. But um, anyway, <laughs> I definitely changed the atmosphere. And after the whole uh, the whole show, they actually called me up because I won. I won the talent show. And I once again just thank God and gave God all the glory, honor and praise because once again, I could not have done it without him. I could have not have changed that atmosphere without God. But I never looked back and I never tried to change who I was spiritually for anyone in high school and like in that time of growing up. Um, for me, it was more important that, like I said in primary school, that stayed with me, that I want God to remember me no matter what. You know, so I was sold out for Jesus. And um, then <laughs> I finished high school. And after high school, I got the opportunity to go to, uh, well, to go to Spain and sing in Spain for six months. I feel like I'm giving you guys the long version right now. But anyway, I got to I got to go to Spain. And that's when things started changing. I wanted to fit in. I felt like I was missing out on life. And me not being under my covering, you know, I left because I told my parents, even though you guys don't want me to do this, I want to do this. This is me. God has told me I'm going to sing overseas. And this is my gateway to do so. And um, I actually, in the time of me being there, I wasn't so much in contact with my family. Stayed there for six months and I performed at the five-star hotels in Spain. And um, it was awesome. It was honestly awesome. But 
now without my oversight, I wanted to try everything, everything that I felt like I was deprived of in high school. I wanted to go to clubs. I wanted to party. I wanted to, uh, you know, feel what it is to get intoxicated. I just, I wanted to try as much as I could, you know, because I knew when I get home, I cannot do these things. And I did. I tried it all. And I was, my, my head space was, at least I can say, if I don't like it, I've tried it. And um, yeah, such is life. We move on. And I'm telling you, the way I lived, I was glowing. The way I came back, I looked like life was sucked out of me. And my parents said when I came back, they were even doing baddest to welcome me back home because I didn't look like the same girl that they put on that plane. But I was not going to let that move me. I had a good time. At the same time, we were like the people that were looking after us, were stealing from us. So it was an experience. It was good, but I will never deny an experience because it's always a learning curve. But at the same time, if something is not your time, it will rather eat from you than bless you. And I felt like that journey ate from me. Like it took my glow away and I've, I've, I will never regret something but that experience really just made me felt like I could have I, I wish I was more mature doing that and more because I was so sheltered so I wish I was more wise when going on that trip if it was meant for me to go on you know anyway life continues okay I, I continued I came back home and I had to get back into the word I had to trust God for new things new direction and I did I prayed every day I tried to get back you know I ran back to God and I was like Lord please do something this time I'm not gonna sway away and then out there how many times have we said that we're not gonna sway away Lord you know we're gonna do things right this time and for season you know, when everything is good, God is amazing. We are amazing. We are on good terms with God because God has pulled through. And um, so in that, in that time, I met someone. And it was, once again, too early for me to meet love, to meet someone. But I felt, my parents said, the first guy you meet is the guy you're going to marry. And this guy was a church boy and I was like, you know what? This is it for me. This this is it. This is what God has placed for me in my life. And I'm going to marry this person. And instead, I went through a time of of emotion. I went through it. I, I learned what it is to be rejected. I learned what it was to, to get hurt by someone. Where someone actually uses personal things that you've told them in in your journey together against you to break you down I was so broken and so hurt by the relationship itself that I was okay with just keeping quiet and being in that corner and blaming myself for things and the person on the other end was just being them but I didn't know how to handle this because once again, I was immature in the situation and wasn't the right time. 
I'm sure you guys know when you're headstrong about something and you want something to work, you would stick it out even though it pains. And that's what happened with me. And then the relationship came to an end. And um, I think what stood out for me the most was on my 21st, all my friends from high school, I invited the Muslim, the Muslim girls that, that, I, um, that were my friends in high school, invited them, I invited all of my friends. And there was this one uh, Muslim friend of mine that stood up and she stood up in tears emotionally and she said um, that this is a weird 21st because my parents were washing my feet, which was very, very sweet. And um, she was she was very emotional and she said, one thing I can say about Michaela is she never stopped talking about Jesus. She she couldn't go a day without talking about Jesus. It always came in a conversation and she didn't care if the, the kids went on about it or made fun of her. She stood on that and she she was her. And she always admired that about me. And when I heard my Muslim friends say this about me, I my heart just was like, Yo, Lord. <laughs> and yeah, I would think that this person would judge me for the person I am and she didn't and that again revived me kept me going so anyway back to the story the relationship ended and I was angry I was angry with God I was angry with the situation and I was hurt I was in pain emotionally pain that I shouldn't have experienced you know I should patiently have waited for when God said the time is now you know to have met someone but anyway God, I went through the pain and I learned. So I took a time out. And in that time, I knew the only way for me to heal from this hurt was to press into God more than anything else. And I did. I did. I got words. I got spiritual guidance. And I went for sozo. I had to get emotionally clean, mentally clean. And from that space, I... Um, yeah, I, I trusted God and, and God spoke to me to have a, a girls conference and speak about like these things that, that we go through as women, um, hoping things will work out, but it doesn't. So I got the mandate from God for this woman's, for this ladies, or I would say girls conference. And I hosted a girls conference at I think 22, 21, 22. It was so big. Like CCFM called me. I did a um, I did an interview with them regarding the show. Uh, we got more ladies in, young girls come in, and in that time of me fasting and praying for an amazing experience at this girls conference, I bled for three months straight. The devil was not going to let me have this, and I said, Lord. I know this is a very difficult thing for me. Like I, I know you can see all the things I'm going through and I just trust that me coming out at the other side that you would um, that you would bless my journey and in that time I was really just trusting God for a job. Like I wanted a job so badly um, and I was trusting God for it. I was, I was trusting him so much for it. And I did the girls' conference, and we had a hundred girls pitch, over a hundred girls pitch. And of that hundred girls, I could say fifty to almost all of them asked God into their 
into their hearts. But nothing good goes without the devil trying to try his luck. And in that there were money issues, there were other kind of issues. But you know what? We sorted it out and we said, you know, thank you, Lord, for the souls that were saved in this journey. So I didn't go through that fasting. I didn't bleed for three months for nothing. I saved souls, God. And that was more important to me than anything. But after that, I was like, Lord, now I need you to come through for me. Like I did all of that for you. Now come through for me. And I prayed, I prayed, I fasted, fasted. And obviously bulls are packing up. Parents are expecting me to move, not to move out, but to come to actually at least have a job, you know, bring money to the plate. And I pushed and pushed and pushed and I didn't get any job, any interview I went for, uh, any casting because I got into modeling and things. I didn't get the job. I was supposed to perform in theater. I did not get the job at all. And I started to resent God for it. I was so angry with him like, oh Lord, in my mind I'm thinking, God, I saved those, those souls, you know, with you. I bled for three months for you. I went through hell and back, you know, to make sure that what you've asked me, I have done. And you still don't come through for me. Like, and then I learned in this process that I've been trying to do things on condition. So, Lord, I'll do this for you, but on condition that you provide this for me. And it's not how we should serve God. Guys, I don't want to call this into this uh, testimony or interview to an end, but it actually is. <laughs> we will definitely carry on with this interview next week or this testimony next week. But I want you to understand that. I want to end off with that. that um, you know, don't serve God on condition. Don't serve him on condition that he pulls through for you. Serve him even though he does not pull through for you. I've learned that the hard way. And sometimes I still fail and falter in that area. But I'm, I'm telling you that if you serve God, no matter what, whether he comes through or doesn't come through, you know, that is the kind of heart and the kind of servanthood God is definitely looking for. So before we go further into this, this show, Let's listen to Raise a Hallelujah by Bethel. Enjoy, guys. Raise a Hallelujah by Bethel. How can you not enjoy that one? I mean, we give God all the glory, the honor, and the praise. So hallelujah to Him every day, all day. We are at the Did You Know segment of the show. I'm Michaela Preston, and you are tuned into 180 Degrees. This time, I just felt like I would want to do the Did You Know a little bit different. So I want you to know this. Did you know that you are wonderfully and fearfully made? And that is in Psalms 139. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. Did you know that you are made in the image of God? That is Genesis 1 verse 27. Did you know that your father owns the cattle on a thousand hills? And that's Psalm 50 verse 10 to 12. And did you know that where you step your foot, that land will be yours? That's Deuteronomy 11, verse 20, 24. Now, that last one, I know when things get tough and you feel like 
you can't, you know, or you feel full of something or you were about to go in to an interview and you are just so nervous. Understand this, that your father owns cattle on a thousand hills. This job interview, this opportunity is yours. You stand and you believe it and you declare that, that where you stand, it is yours. With this, did you know part of the show? I want you to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that nothing can come against you uh, when God is on your side. So believe that, trust in that and start, stand strong in who you are as a Christian this evening in everything that you do. You know, it's not just you against the world. It's you and God against the world. So I hope that that did you know part you will savor and keep with you wherever you go. We are at that time of the show where it's our mystery Bible quiz. Now, tonight's quiz or question is, where did Jesus go 40 days after his resurrection? Let me do that again. Where did Jesus go 40 days after his resurrection? Is it heaven? Is it hell? Or is it earth? Let me read that one more time. Where did Jesus go 40 days after his resurrection? Is it heaven? Is it hell? Or is it earth? I've allowed you guys to to WhatsApp us, to go on our Instagram throughout the whole show. If you didn't get a chance to, know that next Monday you have the opportunity to see what our next Bible quiz is and answer. We would love to know what you've got to say. But we were running polls on our I Am Youth uh, radio on Instagram. And we have the options that I gave you, which was heaven, hell, and earth. And for heaven, 69% agreed it should be heaven. 12% agrees it should be hell. And 19% agrees it should be earth. We've gotten a few WhatsApp comments saying as well that it is heaven. And I must say the answer for this evening is, where is, I, I, I feel like this deserves a drum roll. This definitely, I cannot find a drum roll. But if I had a drum roll, it is definitely heaven. So for all those who said heaven, well done to you guys. You got it right. Thank you for reading your Bible and for understanding the word and for taking the time out to actually answer on our polls or to WhatsApp us. We truly appreciate you kind of connecting with us. Yeah, so thank you guys for that. We have definitely come to that part of the show where I have to say goodbye and it's always the saddest part because I enjoy speaking to you guys. I enjoy connecting with you guys. Um, yeah, and just hearing what you guys have to say. There are times that a few of you guys chat to me and I truly appreciate it. I always in enjoy connecting with you guys. So if you want to check out today's segment and you didn't get time to or you were busy, you can go to www.kpulpit.co.za uh, all of our shows are jotted down there. You can always just download a show and listen to it again because I know that the testimony part of the show you will definitely love and the the 
the random tip as well as you knowing who you are is a part of this segment. So definitely download it when you're feeling down or low and you just need to hear that affirmation again when you're stepping into that interview. Once again, guys, I'm Michaela Preston. I enjoyed the evening with you and you will catch me next Monday at 7 o'clock, same time, same place. Love you guys. From myself, Michaela Preston, I am out. Have an awesome evening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.